Are you or someone you love struggling with mental health issues like anxiety, depression, self-harm, raging ups and downs, or thoughts of suicide? Are these behaviors affecting all aspects of your life, including the relationships with those you love the most? Are you feeling hopeless and desperate for long-lasting peace and relief from your irrational behavior, but feel like the therapies you've tried have just become a short-term band-aid? I have. I've been there, and I know how you're feeling. From relationship pain and personal shame, I've been through it all. And because I've been there, I also know how difficult it can be to climb the mental wellness mountain on your own. That's why I started White Rock Mental Fitness. At White Rock Mental Fitness, you'll get personal training from someone who knows, from personal experience, how to deal with your mental health challenges. How? Just like a personal trainer helps you lose physical weight and get your body in shape, I help my clients lose mental weight and get their minds in shape, and I teach you what you need to know to stay in shape. Unlike expensive coaches and therapists, we offer affordable, customized, personal mental fitness training to guide you through the process of overcoming your specific mental health struggles. If you're ready to get happy and stay happy, visit whiterockmentalfitness.com where we help you go from barely hanging on to superhero strong. That's whiterockmentalfitness.com. Hey there, everybody. My name is Dave Miller, and welcome back to the Mentally Ill Mentor podcast. We're on episode 19 today. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And for those of you who have listened and asked yourself, why is this guy so darn excited to be here? Let me tell you, the main reason is because for over 20 years, I have struggled with things like anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide. This has been intense stuff at times, and it's been really nasty. Started over two decades ago. And at this point in time, I don't want to tell you that my mental health is perfect because that would be a lie. But the truth is that I have learned so much and things are so much better than they were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. Even a year ago, I have learned some things that have just brought me to a point that now my mission, I'm going to read it up on the wall here above my desk, we change lives by bringing lasting hope, happiness, and purpose to individuals, marriages, and families. And that's what's missing when it comes to mental health. So often, I know what it's like when you have these intense thoughts of suicide, you're thinking, there's no hope. I'm never going to be able to change. I've been there, and that's why I'm so excited to talk to you today. There is hope. So hang in there. My vision is to revolutionize the way the world thinks about and deals with mental health challenges. I love so many people in the mental health system. There's so many good people doing so much good work. I've met with social workers, psychologists, psychiatrists, you name it. I've met with them over the years, and most of them have been so good. But the way the system looks at those of us who deal with mental health challenges right now, I believe needs a little bit of an overhaul, and I'm on a mission to do that. So I hope that you'll join with me today. 
I'm just so excited to tell you about the topic that I have today, which goes along with what I'm talking about, becoming, well, actually, you know what? I don't want to tell you because it's kind of exciting. I want to let you hear it from the person who said it first that gave me this idea, Jamie Kern Lima. You've heard me talk about her over the last, I think, three episodes or so. And this is a woman I have absolutely, I guess I'd say fallen in love with, but not in a romantic way. But I've just realized in listening to her speak live at this Tony Robbins seminar a few uh, days ago, and now just listening to her speak, um, be interviewed by Jay Shetty on his podcast on purpose and just getting a sense of who she is. It's making me realize, man, I can learn so much from her about what I'm doing in my mission to change lives by bringing hope and happiness and purpose to people like you that are listening right now, or it may be somebody that you know that you love who's really struggling with their mental health. And I'm thinking as I'm listening to her, because she is so wise, she's got so many things that apply to mental health when you think of it in that way. And she's all about inclusiveness and loving and being kind and all these different things. And when I heard her in this podcast episode with Jay Shetty today, um, it's episode 235, On Purpose with Jay Shetty. I just knew I had to share it with you today. So here's the change in mindset that I believe is one of the things that needs to happen. So I'm going to play this for you. It's from this podcast and we're at the end where I'm uh, cutting into is at the end of the podcast and Jay Shetty does his uh, five questions at the end and whoever's being interviewed tries to answer them in one word or maybe just a sentence or two. And these are kind of things that they're really confident about, that they really believe strongly, and kind of advice that they would give to other people. So here's what Jamie Kern Lima, co-founder of It Cosmetics, which sold to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion, and then made Jamie the CEO, first woman ever, bizarre with a cosmetics company, first woman to ever be the CEO of a cosmetics company, but she was. And let's hear what she has to say. Thank you for sharing that with me. Okay, question number four. We've got two left. Uh, question number four. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in the last 12 months? Champions aren't made when the game is easy. And this has been a tough year for so many people. I believe if anyone's listening to your show right now, I believe they're a champion. And I think we'll get through this. Uncertainty won't take us down. I love that. Thank you. Okay, now. That was cool. Champions aren't made when the game is easy. If you've been struggling with things like anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, can I let you know again? I know how you feel. If you are losing hope or if you're just like barely hanging on, can I assure you that I know from personal experience the game's not easy for you right now. And COVID has just made that even nastier. And I really think that maybe people that didn't realize that there could be mental health challenges that would be a part of their life have now realized, holy moly, like I'm feeling anxiety or I'm feeling depressed or I'm not feeling nearly as hopeful as I used to. Maybe you lost your job. 
Maybe you lost someone to COVID. Maybe you're worried that you may get COVID and that you may die or someone that you love may die. There's all these different feelings that so many people have experienced pretty much throughout the world. And we're living in a different time. So if you're struggling with any of these things, can I just tell you, there is hope. Champions are not made when the game is easy. They're made when the game is tough. And if the game is tough for you right now, I just want to tell you, things will get better. Now, how can I say that? What have I done? Well, I've talked about so many different things, the fundamentals of mental fitness, as I like to talk about it. And basically, just to very quickly review my story, about 20 years ago, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And this was after I took off on a manic journey to Nevada. I was looking for Jessica Simpson. She was like the hottest thing back then. I still believe she's amazing right now. And uh, it's just something that I took into my manic brain and I decided I was going to go and find her. Not in like a stalking way, but I just wanted to propose to her. I wanted to leave my wife, who now I've been married over 25 years. We have seven children together. But this is when we only had two young children. And I decided it was time to uh, leave my wife, leave my kids, and I was going to go find Jessica Simpson down in Nevada somewhere and not scare her, but just propose marriage. And I was pretty convinced she'd say yes. And if she didn't, that was okay. Okay, so that's weird, right? It's weird. That's bizarre. And I can admit that. And I was, so really long story short, I write about this in my book, The Mentally Ill Mentor, Practical Principles for Achieving and Maintaining Balance in Your Life. You can find it on Amazon. So imagine you've gone through that. Your brain is just like off the charts, like looped, right? No alcohol, no drugs involved, just pure brain. Our our oldest son, Thomas, used to say, he used to term it, he called it, I think, oh man, he couldn't have been more than six years old. And he would say, dad's brain was on the wrong wire. That's basically what happened. Dad's brain went on the wrong wire. So I get back up from Nevada. Long story short, I go to this mental hospital And they put me on some medication and I come down and I go home. And now I'm depressed and slow. You remember that movie where they've got the sloth who works at the DMV? His name is Flash. And at the end of the movie, oh, what's that movie called again? Is that Utopia? I think it is. One of my favorite movies. And at the end of the movie, you see him like flying in a Porsche or maybe a Tesla truck. I don't know. Um, and I felt like I had gone from being in this happy confident, exciting world to this slow, boring, 
but also hopeless world. Because of my what I thought at the time was stupidity, I lost my job. My wife started to go. Amy's kind of like, oh my goodness. And I'm wondering, okay, is she going to realize who I really am? Like this piece of garbage husband who's got this mental health problem that may never, that he may never recover from. Is she going to like figure out who I really am? And maybe she's going to come out the door. Maybe. We've got young kids. Amy needs to be home with them. She's pregnant too. Oh, how am I going to support them? I need to do this. We, we like came up with a plan before we got married. She wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. How are we going to do this? I can't go to work. I feel so much anxiety. I don't even want to talk to anybody. I can't get out of bed until noon or one o'clock. I can barely drag myself into the shower. When I get out of the shower, I'm freezing cold. It takes me an hour to get dressed. I don't feel like eating. On some days, I'm feeling up enough to cry. And on other days, I'm too dang depressed to even feel that emotion. And all I want to do is go back to bed because that's my drug. That's my alcohol, if you want to put it that way. That's my way to drown my sorrows is sleep. That was my life 20 years ago. Now, on the manic side, I haven't struggled nearly as much. We're talking 98% or more anxiety, depression, intense thoughts of suicide. And it's all because I didn't see myself as a champion. Honestly, I saw myself as a big, fat loser. You know what I'm talking about? I felt like this label had been applied to me. And I was a loser. But you know what? I didn't realize the game wasn't over. I wanted to end the game because I felt like I was losing. But I forgot. Jamie said it best. Champions are not made when the game is easy. Now, fast forward to today. You may have a bit of a hard time believing that what I'm saying about, talking about 20 years ago is really true. Those close to me and those in my family, well, they, they know it's true. But it's true. You can just trust me for now. And uh, there's a journal that I've kept that I've been waiting. Uh, it's been over two years now. It's called, well, I'm not going to tell you what it's called because I don't know when I'm going to release it. But I'm going to release it at some point in time. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I want you to know that what I'm saying is true. And can I tell you, you're going to be really convinced that my mental health challenges were really nasty. And then you know what? My hope is that when you read about how flippin' terrible I, my life used to be in my own mind, right? My perception of my circumstances, my perception of whether or not things could get better. I'm hoping that you're going to be able to relate 
at least to some degree, with how I feel or felt at that point in time. And then I'm hoping that you're going to say to yourself, maybe this guy isn't lying to me when he says there's some hope. Maybe champions really aren't made when the game is easy. Maybe right now I'm becoming a champion. I am lifting a ton of mental weight here, but right now I'm overweight. I'm fat mentally, and so it hurts. I'm trying to deal with these stresses. I'm trying to go forward in life, and things are tough, and I just want to end my emotional pain by maybe ending my life, or maybe you're not quite to that point, but life isn't super fun because you're full of anxiety. You're deeply depressed, whatever it might be. Champions aren't made when the game is easy. Hang in there. You are a champion. And you can do this. And if you want kind of like a song to pump you up a little bit, it's just a little side note to end off with. Jamie talked about in her uh, speech that she gave at this online Tony Robbins seminar that I finished watching just a few days ago, like I mentioned. She talked about being on QVC. Well, I don't watch a lot of TV. And I live in Canada, of course. I'm only 15 miles from the Montana border. And before COVID, we used to go there a fair amount. But um, I don't watch a lot of TV. And this is American-based. And so she talked about QVC. And I had no idea what she was talking about, really, until last night when I, or actually it was during her podcast interview with Jay Shetty. And I decided that I would check out QVC because I finally understood what it was. She mentioned that QVC, it's like a shopping channel. And okay, so I can hear some of you laughing. Duh, Dave, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. So I go to QVC.com last night because I thought, you know what, this would be cool. I can kind of learn and have a feel for what her experience was. Um, She had to sell uh, 6,000 units of her IT cosmetics in 10 minutes. Or her company was going to go bankrupt. She had had rejection after rejection, setback after setback, but she would not give up. You heard me talk about in our last episode yesterday how she just needed, knew she needed to trust herself. So she gets on there, QVC, boom, she does it. 10 minutes, 6,000 units sold. She starts to cry on national television. We're not going bankrupt. And she was on QVC, she said, um, for the next eight years and would go on and would promote her products, which I'm sure are incredible. Although I will make an admission here, I've actually never used them. Although to me, Jamie is one of my biggest mentors. I look up to her and I don't know why. Um, well, no, I do know why. I'm not meaning to say it in that way, but I'm I don't understand why all of a sudden I just heard her like three, four days ago. And now I feel this kind of connection. And I think maybe it's because she is so real and she's seen so much success, which I would also like to see. And yet she's seen so many setbacks and experienced that. And then when you go to her website, she just talks about, we believe that you're beautiful. We believe that you're worth being loved and all these things. She is so positive. Go to her website and go check out It Cosmetics if you're if you're into cosmetics. 
um, is just so positive. So what I'm getting at, so to get back to what I was talking about, so I went to qvc.com, watched some live stuff yesterday, and then I you can go into like QVC1, QVC2, QVC3, and QVC4. So I ended up watching, it said that it was a recorded episode, but um, I actually saw on there, it was Katy Perry promoting her new line of shoes, and it was kind of cool. And the reason I just wanted to bring her up at the end here is because one of the things that I have found when my state, Tony Robbins talks about this a lot, right? When you're in a certain state, right? State of mind, you can be having thoughts like, I'm such a loser, or I hate myself, or how long am I going to be able to hang on before like I just go through with it and, you know, I just don't want to live life anymore. So when you're in that state, it's easy to kind of let that loop, that really negative loop continue to go around and around and around and around and around in your brain. And pretty soon you are so darn depressed, like you could win a medal. Right? You could go to the Olympics and win a medal if there was a depressed category. I know because I've been there. And if the category was open, I would have like a trophy wall in our bedroom. Not just medals, but trophies. Like I used to be pretty darn good at the depression game and anxiety and intense thoughts of suicide. But you know what? I wasn't thinking like a champion. So Katy Perry, we know the song. I don't want to play it because I don't want to get sued. But I'm going to figure out how I can play people's music and kind of have the copyright, however you have to do that. Although I don't know if Katy Perry listens to this podcast. And I don't think she's probably that interested in suing me anyways, because she would probably think it's a pretty darn cool podcast. But anyways, you know the song. Eye of the Tiger by Katy Perry. So today, I wasn't feeling deeply depressed, but I just wasn't feeling quite as champion as I wanted to be, like Jamie talked about. I wasn't feeling like the game was hard or anything like that, but I just thought, you know what? I want to feel better. I want to feel excited. And I put on Katy Perry's Eye of the Tiger. Woo! I got to tell you, it's great. So. Pro tip, if you are feeling, so you're in the game, you're not feeling like a champion, but now you've adopted this mindset. Okay, champions aren't made when the game is easy. What can I do? I got, ah, I hate myself. I'm feeling so much emotional pain. This happened. So-and-so hates me. You know, my wife said this. My husband said that. Uh, I lost my job. I've you know, gone to three job interviews, or I have so much anxiety, I can't work anymore. I hate COVID. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. Whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be the eye of the tiger, but find a song that you love that makes you feel good. And I want to give you a challenge. I know what it's like to be in that depressed state. And it's like, it's pretty much the last thing on the planet that you'd like to do to put on a pump-up song. It kind of, okay, this is going to sound kind of sick in a way, 
but you're going to be able to connect to this if you know what I'm talking about. It's almost like you don't want to feel better. Why would you want to put on a Katy Perry and you are a Katy Perry song like you are a champion? No, I want to feel bad. My life is bad. It's hard. It's nasty. It's tough. So many things are going wrong. I don't want to put on a song that makes me feel good. I'm kind of enjoying this. It's not a conscious thought. I remember a talk years ago that I heard in church. And it was someone that I really respected. His name was Boyd Packer. Boyd K. Packer. And he said, you know what? Okay, this is definitely not an exact quote. But he said, if you're feeling depressed, and this is just me regurgitating what he said. So this is my takeaway from what he said. If you're feeling depressed, take some time. Feel depressed. Feel down. Really do what you need to do that way. And I guess maybe that's kind of comes back to validating your own feelings. But really relish in it if that's what you need to do. Because you know what? There are depressing things that happen in our lives. You know, I lost my job because of my mental health being terrible. I went in, I didn't plan on doing this, but I went in, I sat down with my manager, and as I started to explain what was going on in my life, I started to bawl and I couldn't stop. Thankfully, I was able to kind of go on sick leave, but I was feeling so much anxiety and so depressed. And actually, every day I thought of suicide. I wanted to run my company car into a pole. And I thank God that he didn't let me do that. Chokes me up a little bit. And that's okay. But can I tell you, Once you validated your own feelings, life's tough. People you may know have died of COVID. People you may know may have been pretty cruel to you. Maybe you're cruel to you. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you become separated or divorced. Maybe you've lost a child. Maybe you've lost a friend. Whatever your circumstance may be, I'm not wanting to make it sound as if that's not valid and not real. It certainly is. So take the time that you need to take. I love writing, personally. I also love talking, as you can tell. Do whatever you need to do. Record it if you need to. Nobody ever has to even see it. Write, record, do a video. Somehow validate your own emotional pain. It is valid. Life is tough at times. Take the time you need. Take a day or two or three or even a week. But then take Boyd K. Packer's advice. And again, this is just me saying what I remember from what he said. But more or less he said, after you've taken that time, Get back on your feet. And remember, like Katy Perry says, you are a champion. And 
when you get better, people going to hear you roar. So thank you so much for listening today. My alarm is going off and I'm so grateful that it is because I am going to be talking to someone. I went on a mission for our church and I'm going to tell you probably about my conversation a little bit tomorrow. I don't know. But I went on a mission for our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm not wanting to preach to you here, but I'm just telling you the facts here. Um, And I'm not apologizing either. It was pretty darn cool in the 90s. I went to Australia. Long story short, this man that I'm going to be speaking to in half an hour now lives in Utah. He's married, got children, and uh, he was 12 years old at the time I was in Australia. And we're going to connect We're going to go on Google Meet, and I haven't talked to him since about 1993. Okay, so you can see my gray hair. I'm old, according to my kids, our kids. But anyways, I'm just so excited for that. I just wanted to share that with you. But can I tell you, you are a champion. And just because the game is hard right now doesn't change that fact. Right now, you are building the mental muscle and figuring out the things that you need to do to become mentally built. You know what I'm talking about here? To really build that muscle. If you're going to the gym and you're lifting weights, why are you doing that? You're not building muscle at the gym. You are only building muscle when you come home. Why are you putting yourself, people that go to the gym, why do they do this? Why do we lift weights? You've got to have that opposition for the muscle to build. If you're in that opposition phase, that muscle building phase, and you can feel your muscles burning, stick with it. Take it from me, from someone who knows. Things will get better. And just hang in there. I'm going to just keep coming back every day. If you need some assurance of that and more pro tips every day, I've got a 30-day challenge that I've talked about that I'm working on. It's completely free. I think you're going to love it. I'd love your feedback on it. I'm so grateful that I could speak to you today, and I'm looking forward to coming back and speaking to you again tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you so much. Here's a great big Canadian bear hug, air hug to leave you with. I love you. And until next time, till tomorrow, have fun and be a champion. Remember who you really are. You're a champion. I love you. Bye-bye.